Hi, everyone. Welcome to this podcast from Cambridge Health Tech Institute for the Advances in Prenatal Molecular Diagnostics Meeting, part of the Molecular Diagnostics Europe Summit, taking place 22 to 23 May in Lisbon, Portugal. I'm Caitlin Kelleher, conference producer. We have with us today one of our speakers, Dr. Patrizia paterlini Brechot, a professor of cellular and molecular biology at University Paris Descartes. Thanks for being here today, Patrizia. Thank you, Kathleen. You're speaking on the latest advances in cell-based NIPD. What are the biggest challenges preventing this method from commercializing? First of all, I would like to explain the utility of working on fetal cells, both fetal cells circulating in blood and trophoblastic cells collected from cervix. These cells uh, contain fetal DNA, which is not mixed with maternal DNA, and therefore they could be used to develop a non-invasive prenatal diagnostic test, low-cost and applicable to a new producer and single gene disorders. If cell-free DNA is currently used for the prenatal testing of a new disease, its application to the prenatal diagnosis of single gene disorders faces technical difficulties. Single gene disorders are considered individually rare. However, taken as a group, they are known to affect one in 17 people and approximately 7% of the population, at least in the United Kingdom, for instance. Coming back to your question, uh, Kathleen, our approach called ISET is able to isolate from blood and from the cervix trophoblastic cells without using antibodies, which is an advantage as fetal cells lack completely specific markers. The yield of our approach is very high as we collect on average 25 to 35 trophoblastic cells from 10 ml of blood and 30 trophoblastic cells from cervical samples through a completely non-invasive collection method. Every single cell is assessed as fetal cells through a genetic analysis of its DNA, which is further used for prenatal diagnosis. Thus, the overall approach is robust. Now, the challenges delaying commercialization of this approach are related to the possibility to develop a high-throughput collection and genetic analysis of single cells. Thus, to find the best workflow achieving this goal. What will it mean for the prenatal diagnostics field around the world when this method is commercialized? Um, I would say the major advantage will be the availability of a low-cost genetic test providing a true non-invasive alternative to invasive tests for prenatal diagnosis of genetic disorders. Low-cost allowing the diagnosis of multiple genetic disorders and a direct test that's not based on an informatic analysis of probability calculation. What do you think are the next steps and new frontiers for prenatal diagnostics? Well, I think it's uh, improving non-invasive genetic diagnosis, their reliability, their validity for multiple genetic disorders at the same time, and their affordability. In few words, developing a true and valid non-invasive alternative to the invasive methods, amniocentesis and chorionic villus sampling. Thank you so much for your time and insight today, Patrizia. 
That was Dr. Patricia Paterlini-Brescio of the University Paris Descartes. She'll be speaking at the Advances in Prenatal Molecular Diagnostics meeting at Molecular Diagnostics Europe on 22 and 23 May. If you'd like to hear her in person, go to MolecularDXEurope.com for registration information and enter the key code podcast. I'm Caitlin Kelleher. Thank you for listening.